you've got to take ownership of your career and ensure that you're moving forward. I just love hearing that this person who is, you know, a junior designer is wanting a plan in the first place. I think that's a really good sign of some like hustle inside you, you know? Welcome to Design Life, a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name's Charlie. My name's Femke, and nice to be back on the podcast again. I think it's been a couple of weeks, but I'm very excited. Has it? Wow. Yeah, time. I know. <laughs> what is time in this era? I don't know. Yep. It yep. all bleeds together. Every day feels the same, but we're powering through. We're excited to be here and give you a new podcast episode. Uh, today, we're actually going to take a listener submission, something that we got in our inbox uh, recently. And this is from someone who is wondering how to approach their manager about setting up a growth plan. Uh, they say they're currently a junior designer at a small startup. Uh, they were hired into the startup through a mentorship program, don't have any formal design training necessarily. And they're also trying to figure out how to kind of approach their manager and talk about a growth plan, six month or one year growth plan. Uh, and they don't have regular manager talks. So that's something I think we can talk about, Charlie. Uh, and they're kind of figuring out how to get started and how to approach this topic as not only a junior designer, but also as a woman. They, they mentioned that they're a woman and they struggle to find value in their work. So I think this will be a interesting topic for us to talk about. I know we've had a few talks in the past and previous episodes about our career growths, your promotion you got recently. So I think this will be fun to to touch on today. But before we get into it, as always, especially because it's been a little while, let's do our regular catch up. How are you going? How have things been? Things have been fine. <laughs> I mean, I feel yep. like it's the best I can do for you. Like, yeah, they've honestly been fine. Life feels the same as it did this time a month ago, the same as it did two months ago. Yep, yep. You know how it goes. One thing that I will say that's been positive is I feel like I'm making good progress on my marketing design book finally. Oh, great. For a long time, it just felt like, okay, I'm writing about all these different ideas and topics and I don't know, now it feels like it's more coming together into a structure. Yeah. And it feels like when I sit down and write that I'm writing a book and not just writing about a topic if that makes sense yeah so that's been nice that's been encouraging i've found that writing on the weekdays is really hard to make progress but when i set aside time on the weekend for like you know a several hour long block just to sit and write that's when i've been making the most progress so yeah that's been going well although i did give myself a weekend off this weekend fair enough and did not move it forward but <laughs> it was lovely to spend a day doing nothing much at all this weekend yeah how about you how are you going I'm doing good. I mean, every day is kind of same, same. I'm looking forward to the spring. Uh, if you don't know, Toronto is very cold in the winter time. So no shit. Very excited <laughs> about small hints of warmer weather, uh, which will be very, very nice, refreshing and energizing. Uh, now that we're in March, I think I mentioned like a few episodes back, perhaps that I enrolled in a community building course that I'm going to take uh, and that's about to start in a couple of weeks. It's like a live interactive course uh, and it starts, I think, the week of March 22nd. So I've started to get like drip emails for it and like starting to prepare a little bit in my head. So it's nice to have something to look forward to. Like I haven't had something like to look forward to in quite a while. So 
that I guess is my current highlight. So yeah, I can't wait for that course to start. I'm pretty eager and getting pretty keen about starting some sort of like membership um, for my own stuff. So we'll see how that course goes and what kind of comes out of it. I'll, I'll make sure to share on the podcast for sure. Yeah, I mean, I speak for all of us listening, <laughs> myself to you and all our listeners that we're interested in hearing how that goes for sure. And I hear you on the warmer weather too. It's been oh yeah, like that in Spain. We had actually a really gray last week, but um, well, for the most part, but last Friday, it was like that perfect temperature where it was sunny and it was like cool, but mm-hmm. warm enough for me to sit outside. And mm-hmm. I sat outside and worked for the whole day from like nine to five. I sat outside and then I came Amazing. in for a meeting at the end of the day. Um, and it was wonderful. So I hope that I can do more of that in this time period because there's a very short window in Spain where it's like nice enough to sit outside. Oh, but then it gets it's not too, too cold hot. and not too yeah. hot. Yeah, it gets too hot very quickly. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Enjoy it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, should we get into today's topic? When you shared this one with me, I was like, yes, of course, we have to talk about this because I think <laughs> it's a real problem for people early in their careers yeah. and perhaps something that I struggled with too. And didn't realize that I was struggling with it, if that makes sense. Yep. Because honestly, the only time I've ever had or felt like I was at a company with a growth plan or like at a company that was helping me grow and like, okay, we're going to put in a plan to help you get promoted, things like that, has been at this job at Convert mm-hmm. right? So for the first six years of my career, I didn't have this and I didn't feel like this was happening. I don't know why. Um but I think that part of it could have been because I was working at, at smaller companies for, for some of that as well, just like this person who wrote in. And um, it's important. Like you've got to take ownership of your career and ensure that you're moving forward. And it, I just love hearing that this person who is you know, a junior designer is wanting a plan yeah. in the first place. I think that's a really good sign of some like hustle inside you, you know? Yeah, I was going to mention the same thing because I feel like for the first couple of years uh, as a product designer, I didn't even know what my manager was for. Like, (laughs) you know, like how do I use this person as a resource? Like I thought they were there in case like, I don't know, I need some HR help or like, you know, something like that. But they really are there as a resource to help you grow and excel in your career. And I feel like for the first couple of years, I didn't realize that. I didn't know how to use that resource to my advantage or to help me grow so I just want to commend this person who you know it sounds like they're just coming into their first job for already asking these questions for already thinking about this Uh, so I think that's great to see definitely so the situation though that they've described I feel like there's a few things that need to be put in place before they can like the answer isn't just to be like hey can I have a growth plan yeah you know what I mean (laughs) Because they've mentioned that it's a smaller company. They said we're a team of four. I don't know if they mean four in the whole company or if just it's the design team or, you know, product team, whatever team they're on. But either way, like it's a small enough team that their manager should be able to have one-on-ones regularly with everyone on their team. Yeah. And so that seems like the first issue to get across is that you're not having conversations with your manager about your growth and that perhaps um, your manager... I don't know, like sometimes at a startup, people are put into management roles without having consciously chosen them. Uh And honestly, your manager might not realize that that's their job. It's to help you grow. Like it could be the case. I'm just saying, you know, some managers uh, or people in leadership, when they're not doing it right anyway, it can feel like they're just there to manage the workflow and to like, 
I don't know, discipline you when needed, give you a performance review when needed. But, right, you know, part of that is helping the people on your team grow. And so I really want this person to establish that with their manager, like sort of have a conversation about what they want to get out of working here, perhaps. Yeah. Um, and be like, hey, I'd, I'd love if we could start meeting once a week and talk about, um, you know, ways that I'm helping the team, ways that I could do better, get your feedback regularly, you know, things like that. Yeah, this I actually just remembered, like in discussing this topic right now, that when I started at Uber, I didn't have one-on-ones with my manager to begin with. But I noticed that he had one-on-ones with everyone else on the team. Uh, uh, interesting. And, yeah, and for the first like few months, I was a bit confused about why. And I remember feeling a bit weird about it, like because it was just me that didn't have them. And I thought, oh, maybe it's just something about because I'm new and like they'll start soon or something like that. And I remember eventually like addressing it and like asking him about it and requesting it saying like, hey, this is something I want. I've just started at this company. I'm like new to product design also. Like all of this is very new and overwhelming and I would really like the the support and the one-on-one time. Um, but I will admit that like it took me courage to do that. And I actually spoke to a few other close colleagues first to like figure out how to approach it and like, check that I was like in my lane I guess so to speak uh, and so I can I can empathize with this person that like as a junior coming in it's a small place I guess uh, this can be really scary to to figure out how to approach and I can relate because I remember feeling the same way yeah that's really interesting what was the reason in the end that was it just that everyone else individually had asked for a one-on-one and you hadn't and so it wasn't like part of the company culture that everyone always has a one-on-one with their manager yeah, I think I remember there being a reason, something like it's it's not always a default or like a standard. Like if you want it, we mm. can do it. But I think he maybe wanted to give me the, the choice. I, yeah, the choice, I suppose. But I didn't realize it was a choice, I guess, yes, at the time. That sounds like a bit of a communication yeah. breakdown, just saying. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think it's on the manager in this situation. And I just wish this person's manager had, I don't know, was setting this up for them and was the one taking care of this so that they didn't have to ask essentially but maybe a good place to start would be saying that you've been doing your research about you know this role in other companies and and how it works because you know you're wanting to make sure that you bring your best to this and that you do your best work Mm -hmm. and you've heard a lot of other designers mention it being really useful to have one-on-ones with their manager and you know they talk about these sorts of topics like how work's going any hurdles that they're having their growth as well and could we maybe start doing that as well I think that'd be a good way to, that they could bring it up, you know, Um, because then the manager, I mean, what are they going to say? They can't say no to that, surely. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully not. (laughs) No, that would be a bad sign if they, (laughs) if they said no to you about that. But yeah, I I agree. I think like if you can approach them, maybe don't approach them and be like, like you mentioned earlier, Charlie, like, hey, I want a growth plan. But maybe you can just approach them about like the general sort of topic of wanting a bit of you know having a touch point and like having that it's like establishing that relationship and opening that dialogue and that communication and you know you can mention some topics that you'd like to talk about or use the time for uh and see how how they respond to that and and what their sort of suggestion is for how to set that up or what cadence uh, they would recommend i'm curious like it's not clear in this person's message if other people are having one-on-ones with the manager like, I'm curious if this is just that happening to them only or 
Maybe it's just not standard, standardized across the company or across the team at the moment. Maybe they're super early startup stage. They haven't sort of established that culture yet. Um, so that would be something interesting to consider as well. Maybe talk to your peers and see if it's something that they're missing as well and something that they want. And I don't know, maybe you sort of get together and, and discuss it and go as a group to the manager and say like, hey, this is something we want. That could be another option potentially. Yeah, because I think it's a, a problem in... I don't know, early stage startups or companies who consider themselves to be like doing something a little bit different, you know, uh, where this doesn't happen. This is seen as too corporate to have a one-on-one with your manager, even to have performance reviews. Yeah, yeah. Um, This was the case for me in my role before ConvertKit. I never really had one-on-ones with my manager. I could maybe count a handful that I had while I was there, which made it really awkward to quit, honestly, because I had to like book a meeting especially to tell her. (laughs) I never had a performance review the whole time I was there. And I also didn't ask for it, you know? So this is one of those things where I'm like, I feel like I could have done a better job for myself if I had like, I don't know, advocated for moving forward. It just wasn't a, there wasn't a culture of growth at the company. Like I never had a salary increase while I was there. It was never really discussed. And I remember that when a friend of mine was going to like, you know, ask for an increased salary, it felt like a big deal. And you know, that I was helping her through it because that didn't happen that often, those sorts of conversations. Mm. Um, So yeah, I think that, uh, I don't know, this, me giving this advice is not for the junior designer to put this in place at the company, but in general, you want to look out for companies that want to help you grow and want to help you grow within their team. You know, that's, I think, a good sign of a a good culture and it's not too corporate to have one-on-ones with your manager. No, it doesn't have to be a corporate thing. My one-on-ones with my manager used to be like grabbing a coffee and walking around the block, for example. Nice. Uh, And so it can be as formal or informal, I think, as you or they want to make it. I can't help but have like this voice in the back of my head as we're talking about this being like, what would a man do in this situation? Like, I feel like a man would probably just straight up ask for this, you know? Yeah, maybe. Good point. Like be like, hey, I'm I'm want to grow. I want yeah wanna be promoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let's true. set up a growth plan. Yep. So maybe we're doing people <laughs> a disservice by saying not to ask for that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a tiny yeah. voice that I have in, in the back of my mm-hmm. head as we're talking about this. Like maybe maybe it is okay. Like just be confident and say, hey, this is what I want. And perhaps I don't know. Like this is maybe like the woman coming back in, but like come up with a little proposal first or like have some ideas for how you'd like it to work or how you'd like it to run so that you're not just coming being like, hey, I want a growth plan, go figure it out. But you're coming kind of trying to meet in the middle, perhaps. Um, That could be another approach that I just wanted to put out there. Yeah, I like that you mentioned that. I think too that this is a really good chance for you to figure out what you want your growth to be as well in your career. Like, yeah, you're talking about a six month to one year growth plan here. Where do you want to be? Like, what do you want your role to be within the company in a year's time? You know, what skills do you want to have picked up? What kind of projects do you want to be involved in? What do you want your title to be even in a year's time? I don't know if that's a thing at the company and there's like some levels to work through. I don't know. That's a really good point is to take some time to figure out for yourself what it is you want. Yeah, because that's probably the first thing they're going to ask you. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what do you want it to be? For sure. Yeah. That's um, definitely the way we approach growth at ConvertKit is like, this is sort of like our levels for the role. We have clear you know, salary levels and yeah, levels for each role. But there's different ways you could attain each level, right? And different ways you could demonstrate the attributes needed to be at a certain level through different projects and 
you know, like shape your role into what you feel would best serve you and best serve the company. So this seems like a great opportunity to do that for sure. And I think honestly that any company should be thrilled to have a designer who wants to grow and wants to improve and is like looking for how to get to that next level and reach that next stage in their career at this company. Yeah. Because as we know in tech in general, unfortunately, the way that most people grow or like level up in their career is by switching jobs. It just seems to be that's the way that it normally happens yeah. and works out best for people. That's why you see people with like a year at this company, a year at this one. <laughs> it's just how it works. And it doesn't have to be that way, mm -hmm. right? It only works that way because companies put so much focus onto hiring people in and less onto growing and developing people who are already on mm -hmm. the team. Yeah. Which makes no sense because it's like so much like better all around to do that. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're someone who wants to grow and develop at this company, they should be thrilled about that and should want to put something in place to, you know, help keep you engaged and help you grow. And especially if it is a smaller startup, then it could mean, you know, you picking up more skills that are like gaps that they have on the team, you know, and it could be an opportunity for the company to, to work up a plan for you to fill those gaps and for you to gain those skills, which could be really exciting. Totally. And I think there's also if the company is up for it, an opportunity for when there are those gaps, like how could they be filled? And maybe there's an opportunity for someone else in the company to like mentor you or become your buddy or like guide you as you grow. Uh, I definitely experienced some of that in my time as a designer where I'm like paired with another designer so that we can learn and grow from each other. Maybe I have a skill that I'm trying to learn. And so I'll, I'll be paired with a designer who excels in that skill for a project, for example. Uh, and that's a great way to learn and grow as well. But if my manager doesn't know that that's an area I'm trying to grow in, then that wouldn't have happened. Right. And so I do feel like it's good to have these conversations and have them be aware of your gaps, your opportunities, your areas to improve so that they can keep an eye out for when there's opportunities to, to grow in those areas across the company and sort of put, put your name forward when that opportunity comes. Yeah, totally. I'm having flashbacks thinking through my career of like points where I've been in a situation like this. And I think my problem is that I, I didn't feel like I had permission to want to grow. I don't know how to explain this. Hmm. Um, okay, here's a scenario for you. When I was at zero, we introduced like a, an extra layer in within the design team. Like when I started, we were all just marketing designers, right? Then they introduced senior marketing designers. Oh. And I was not one of them. It was not explained to me that this was like a, a thing that was being introduced and like how they were choosing. It just was never a conversation that I got to have with my manager. Hmm. When I asked about it, they said that I couldn't be a senior designer because I was in England <laughs> and not in Wellington with the rest of the design team. That sounds like a shitty response. <laughs> yep. I thought so also. Love my manager there, but he was pretty stressed by the end of it, I think. And I never pushed back on that, right? Like I never was like, okay, well, how could I become a senior? Like what would I have to demonstrate? Mm. Or I was never like, look, my location doesn't matter shit. I'm, you know... <laughs> Being at the company the same time as these people, I've, I'm doing work at the same level as them. What extra skills would I need to have to demonstrate? Yeah. Like, I just didn't question it. When they said that, like, oh, no, that's not how things are working because you're not in the HQ. I just accepted it. And yeah. I wish now that I hadn't. 
I wish that I had known back then how to fight for myself on that on that sort of thing. Because now, honestly, I, I do. Like, I just had a conversation with my manager the other day being like, okay, let's put a plan in place. I really want to level up to the level three on the manager's track that I'm on. Yep. What do I need to do for this? And he was like, yep, okay, we've got this promotion document. So I'll put that together and you can start filling it in with like, you know, your thoughts. Just like we're advising this person. That's how it works at ConvertKit is that you get a say in how you think you should be working towards the promotion. It's kind of like a an indicator of being ready to be promoted in itself, I guess. Interesting. You can have the self-awareness yeah. and, um, you know, be, be forward thinking about your role and, and where any gaps are that you might have. I don't know why I'm telling this story now. Basically just to say that like, <laughs> I've not done this perfectly throughout my career and I wish that I yeah. had fought for myself. So I really love that this person knows they want to grow. They know what a growth plan is, right? Yep. I didn't know what one of those were yep. um, back then and that they know they want to ask for it. And so honestly, I don't even, I don't even know if they need advice from us. I think they just need the confidence, <laughs> you know, I think they just need the confidence to go and do it for themselves. Yeah. I mean, I think it is, amazingly awesome that they are wanting this and and that they have the self-awareness to set this up and and put this in place I've definitely experienced colleagues who don't have these conversations and then it comes to promotion time and they from from their perspective they're they're ready they think they're you know going to go up for a promotion and then they don't and it's like well did, did you have those conversations were you talking about your growth and no they weren't and so I think that's the worst yes. is like when you bring up the topic of growth, when you think you're ready, you're like a year too late, you know, for example, like you should start that conversation at the beginning of that journey. So that like that person, that manager is along with you for the ride. They're there to support you, to help you. They have awareness that this is something important to you, that this is something that you're working towards. Like you're doing that together uh, and you have that support from them. So that when the time comes, it's like a no brainer, like, of course, yeah, this is something we've been working together for for the last, you know, year or whatever. Uh, And so I think it's awesome that this person wants to bring this up. I totally commend them for it. And yeah, I I think I think I want to change my advice from earlier. I think my advice now is like, just go and have the conversation, bring it up with them. That's their job. That's what they're there for. And, And be open to how that might work and what that like growth relationship might look like. That would probably be my updated advice. <laughs> yes, I like that. I think where my initial advice of, okay, well, let's set up this kind of relationship first between you and your manager comes from is maybe because I know that I personally feel comfortable asking for a growth plan from my manager because we already have, like, it's not out of the blue, right? Yeah. Like we talk about growth all the time. We have regular one-on-ones. And so it feels like a very safe space to do that asking in. I guess I kind of want both of these things for this listener. Yeah, I want them definitely. to get a growth plan and I also want them to get regular support in their career from the manager as well. Yeah. And you brought up an interesting point about where where we are complicit in this, you know, like I was just saying, like I didn't ask to be a senior designer or, right. you know, what I could do differently other than move countries, I guess, to, <laughs> to make that happen. And I've definitely experienced, I don't know, I find it hard when people people who I love are like going through a situation like this and I'm trying to give them advice and but they're like not accepting mm. their own complicity in it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because yeah you're right like you can't while it would be nice if every manager just knew, just knew everything that was going on all the time for every employee and where they're at and their levels and things like that you own your career at the end of the day and so it's up to you to make sure you get what you need and 
sometimes we can't do that by ourselves, especially for people in minority groups who are like, you know, there's unconscious bias against them. Maybe they need support in lifting that up and that the right manager, uh, like they could be very easily blocked by their manager in things like this, no matter what they're doing, right? Like we have to recognize that that could be an issue as well. But what I'm saying, I guess, is we can't just wait for it to come to us, you know? Yeah. And I would say that even simply asking and saying like, okay, I want this to happen isn't enough too. Like I know in my next one-on-one with my manager, because I have not had that promotion plan shared with me yet, I'm going to be like, right, we talked about this last week. Where is it at? What can I do to keep this moving forward? (laughs) Love it, yeah. Because just, I don't know, people get busy. I know this as a manager myself now, there's a lot on the plate all of the time. Yeah. And unfortunately it could have slipped off the list. So don't feel bad for continuing to ask about it and continuing to raise it as something that is important Mm -hmm, to you. mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. And if you're not comfortable like trying to raise that here and there all the time, uh, what I had with my last manager, I recently switched managers, so we're still setting that up. But with my last manager, I had every six weeks a like career development focused one-on-one nice it was like one hour every six weeks just to talk about career development and that was really helpful to have because I I always knew that that was coming you know I I knew like oh yeah I've got that career dev convo in two weeks like and you Mm -hmm. know I could think about things I wanted to bring up I knew that that space was there for me to raise questions or concerns or get feedback or whatever Um, and so I've really enjoyed having that that space um, rather than trying to remember to awkwardly bring it up and squeeze it in between the like day-to-day sort of one-on-one style conversations where you're just talking about the work. Um, so yeah, that's been really helpful for me. Maybe that's something for this person to consider or to propose or suggest to their manager potentially if, if they are open to that way of working in that style. Um, so yeah, that's how I've kind of managed to keep that conversation going without like it feeling forced or like me remembering to try and bring it up awkwardly yeah this is making me think too like as a manager now that I need to be having these conversations more regularly with my team um because we have performance reviews twice a year when we really Uh go into depth they're very forward forward focused our performance reviews at ConvertKit so that's when we go mostly into depth about career development and things like that but I should be making sure that in between those, I'm also having those conversations and checking that the people on my team are where they want to be and are yeah. on the path they want to be on. If there's, you know, anything like that. Uh, yeah. I've also like, this is not super related, but there's been twice just in the past few weeks that I've had a chance to advocate for people on my team mm, for things. Mm-hmm. And that's been really exciting for me as a manager. <laughs> nice. Like, I know that's the thing that managers are supposed to do. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I want to be able to do that. And they've been like, hey, I would really be interested in being involved in this project because I think it would help me learn. I'm like, great, cool. Let's let's have you there then. We'll have you involved. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's super, super awesome. And that sounds like you have a great working relationship with them, right? Like they've been clear with you on what they, they want or what they need. And then your awareness of that means that when you see gaps or opportunities, you're like, oh yes, that person's really interested in that. Or I know that they were really, you know, wanting to grow in that area. And so you can set them up for success by putting them in areas that will help them fulfill those gaps. Yeah. Like, I think it's because I'm modeling the way I manage on how I've enjoyed myself being managed in the past. Right. Yeah. So that's what I've enjoyed having. So it is what I'm trying to do. But yeah. Um, Yeah. I would love for this listener 
to write back into us and let us know how it goes, you know? Yeah. Uh, you said this came in recently, right? So perhaps they haven't asked yet. Because sometimes, I mean, sometimes we're late on getting to the suggestions. Sometimes we are so. a bit late. So thanks for all your patience, everyone who submits. I would really love to know how it goes. And I hope that their main takeaway from this episode is just like, you've got this. Like, mm-hmm, ask. Mm-hmm. It might feel awkward because you don't have the regular conversations with them already. But I promise you they're like, if they're right in the head, they should believe that this is a good thing, right? That you want to grow and that you want to be better because it makes the company better when you grow and improve your skills. So, And it makes your manager better, right? Mm-hmm. Like it makes them look better. If they have like reports that are succeeding and that are excelling yep. and growing, that's a good reflection on them as a manager. So I would be really surprised and very disappointed if this person got pushback from their manager about this topic. Same. So I hope that listener, whoever you are, you can take that and I don't know, just use it as some confidence. Yeah, that we believe in you. you. And ask for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Cool. Well, thank you so much for this listener for sending in uh, this topic. And we know that a lot of you have sent in topic requests. We have a document with all of them in there. We're getting our way through them. If you have a topic you'd love us to talk about, feel free to email us. Uh, you can find our email on our website which is designlife.fm yeah and if you want to listen to more episodes that is also on our website designlife.fm or any podcasting app that you use follow us on twitter as well if you want to be if you're like confident to be less anonymous with your um, (laughs) request for a topic then you can tweet us we're at designlife.fm over there we'd love to hear from you cool all right well talk to you again next week see you then bye